I've learned that you can't have everything and do everything at the same time. Now, who said that? Welcome to the Dr. Chris Griffin Show, your resource for leveraging systems and technology to ease your workload, increase productivity, and provide you with the time off you deserve to live the life of your dreams. It's time to practice productivity and the passionate pursuit of a better life with your host, Dr. Chris Griffin. The doctor is in. Well, hey, everybody. Once again, this is Dr. Chris Griffin. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. And the person that said that amazing quote was none other than Kosciuszko, Mississippi's own Oprah Winfrey. Yes, a Mississippi native herself joining the ranks of Elvis and Dr. Chris Griffin. I'm joking, totally. But it is always a proud moment when I can feature a fellow Mississippian on the podcast. And thank you, Oprah, for that amazing insight. Now, that was an amazing insight into work-life balance. And I'm sure Oprah has a lot of thoughts on that because she is probably one of the busiest people in show business. But there's a lot of people out there who are seeking better work-life balance in dentistry. And I've always been a big proponent of that. Back in 2009, when I came out with my teachings on the three-day dentist, that's that was my deal. I wanted people to take a look and try to take more time and enjoy themselves while they were in their prime. And so that was my whole mission with that. And, uh, and I'm proud of some of the work that we've done there. It's been really fun. It's been really fun work. And today's podcast, we're going to have an in-depth discussion with uh, Premier Dental CEO Julie Charlestein. Now, you might think, oh gosh, she's interviewing a uh, dental supply person. How exciting. But you would be surprised because we delve into some really cool stuff and she has some really neat insights into work-life balance. As you would imagine, a, uh, a Gen X mom who's running a company, a large, Premier is a giant company. If you didn't realize it, I guarantee you have Premier products in your dental practice right now, even if you didn't know it. It's a huge company. She's doing all those things. So she has some really interesting perspectives on work-life balance. We're going to talk about those, and we're going to talk about how she is trying to shape her company to make dentists' lives easier and especially how she's connecting with the newer dentist and helping them make their lives easier. So it's been a really fun it's been a really fun interview. I love talking to Julie. She's very interesting, very intelligent, very exciting. And so uh, let's just dive in and, and talk to Julie. Now, really quick, I do apologize. Sometimes your backups and your triplicates fail, and I have a little bit of an echo in my voice, but Julie's voice is just fine on the podcast. I do apologize. We have corrected that for future episodes, but bear with me on this one and enjoy the interview. Okay, so today we have a very special guest, and we're here today with Julie Charleston. Now, if you don't know Julie, let me tell you a little bit about Julie. She is the CEO of a dental company that almost, I would say, every dentist, I would be shocked if not almost 100% of dentists in America use a product that Julie is CEO of, right? So it's a, she's a very, very special person in this field. And so I'm going to, I'm going to toss it over. I'm going to, I'm going to get Julie to come on with us. Now I feel like Julie, I feel like I should put some sort of a, a prefix in front of your name. You've done so much in your life, but it's just, it's not Dr. Julie or, or, you know, damn no. Julie or whatever. That's the English the English thing is this is just Julie. <laughs> it's, sure. it's 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 just Julie. Uh, okay. Just Julie. My kids call me Mama. 
Okay. Those, the, those are the only titles, the only titles that that I have. <laughs> well, Julie, it was Julie, then Julie Charleston, CEO. I'll give you that much. CEO of Premier Dental. So, so tell us a little bit about this. I know you've had a, if nothing else, a circuitous path to becoming right. CEO of Premier. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. All right. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I just, I love your energy right off the bat, the enthusiasm. Um, and, and it's wonderful because I, I myself also have that kind of same verb. So it's really fun to, fun to speak with you. And I also really appreciate the introduction with regard to um, Premier and the fact that every dentist really has a Premier product. And I would go so far to say is every product, every dentist probably in the world has at least one Premier product. And that goes back to um, the message and the true identity of who we are, which is inspired solutions for daily dentistry. That daily dentistry is the essence of who we are because we are the ones that are creating, developing, and manufacturing those innovative products for the dentists and hygienists use clinically in their practices every day. So a, a little bit about me, I guess, I guess, um, I kind of am a benefactor of nepotism. <laughs> this is my uh, family's business. We've been in business for 104 years. So I'm the fourth generation. It was started by my great grandfather, Julius, then my grandfather, Morton, my father, Gary, and now I have um, taken on the leadership role of CEO. I did not start off that way, as you as you mentioned. Uh, my background is is uh, I went to Emory University for political science and Judaic language and literature. Very. Um, non-relevant fields for what we all do today, uh, but very interesting still. Um, and then I worked in those fields, but then I did go to business school and um, worked outside and in other businesses and then came into the family business. Actually, I was a product manager on our ultrasonic insert line. So um, it was funny. We were actually having a meeting, some kind of development stuff, and we were talking about inserts and... Um, a lot of the newer people, they don't kind of realize the tenure that I've had with the organization. I've been here, you know, over 15 years now. And um, they were, you know, talking about these inserts and I was giving them information. They're like, why do you know that? I said, because I was the product manager. I can tell you all about inserts. <laughs> so it's funny how, you know, these different experiences shape our shape our outlook and capabilities. Oh, well, I mean, uh, you know, full disclosure, uh, when we scheduled this podcast, uh, Julie sent me a box of Premier goodies. Now, now, a lot of these I already had, you know. I was already using a lot of this stuff, you know, the two striper diamonds, the solo diamonds. Um, there was some cool stuff in that box that I had never used, <laughs> uh, like the Traxodent. Uh, yeah. and that's And that's a big, I didn't realize, that's like a market leader. And, um, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I was uh, I was I was totally uh, to totally impressed with the box O premier goodies that I saw to to prepare myself for this interview. Um, so yeah, and I appreciate that. And I you know so that's so that's full disclosure. Now when I brag on premier from now on, everybody knows that Julie paid me off by a box of uh, a box of premier stuff. So uh, I'll just get that out of the way. But yeah, it, it's it's really good stuff. Um, I mean, I don't know. You know. There's no reason to just rehash all the brand stuff, but I tell you, it's cool. Like uh, the triple tray, you know, that's like a term like Kleenex or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it, but yeah. you guys have the actual, what the patent on it, or you came up with it first or what was that? Yeah. The story, it's an interesting, um, story about triple tray. 
even today, especially today, we really rely on close relationships with people like you, with doctors, with clinicians to bring us ideas, concepts, products. And the triple tray, believe it or not, was one of those products. Um, it was brought to us by uh, Dr. Warren, and this is now about 40 years ago. And yes, there was IP on it. We controlled it. We manufactured it. And it was revolutionary at the time uh, because it took the impression taking technique from three steps down to one. You know, you would have to do each arch and then um, the uh, the bite registration. So it was very, it was revolutionary at the time. Um, and it did take a little bit of time to gain acceptance. But now, like you said, it's, it's Kleenex. Uh, we do fight fiercely to protect the triple train name because, because of that, you know, it's become you know, just so prevalent that people forget that it's actually sometimes they forget or choose not to remember um, that it's actually a, a brand that is that is owned by us and still remarkably a world leading brand, um, even with the advent of CAD CAM and digital, um, which which amazes me, uh, there still is a, a very large market for for these trays. We, of course, are growing our business in, in other areas because we recognize um, evolution and change. Um, but that was just a prime example of a great partnership that we have with the dental community, the trust that we were able to garner with this particular doctor, Dr. Warren, and we have done so actually repeatedly throughout, throughout our history. Um, and that's what led us to, to that strong position in, in Triple Tray and really changing the ways that impressions are taken. Oh, I know. I mean, I, I, listen. If I'm not if I'm not doing a scan, uh, I've got a triple tray in my hand. If you see, if it's a situation where I'm not doing Cyric on a patient and we run out of triple trays, it's like a big deal. It's like right. a, I'm <laughs> I'm disappointed in multiple people in the office for not catching this sooner. You know. Well, now um, you have a direct line to me, so we will make sure that you never run okay. out of trays. <laughs> All right. Well, so but like now here's so this leads me on to my next question. Okay. And you you were talking about people not really knowing is that they would even know that triple tray was not some generic thing. I bet you that I bet you that a millennial dentist or a, or a person just getting out of school they don't have a clue that it was a trademark thing that a lot of uh, you know IP uh, work was put into. But um, but also we got this new generation of dentists out there and um, and I'm just curious because I ha I know for, for my own self for my practice i interviewed a bunch of dentists not too long ago looking for an associate and the ones that i interviewed who are a generation below me um they're just different they're they think differently than i do about a lot of stuff not saying it's good or bad they just think a lot differently and i and i and i know that this is a fact because i saw recently on a message board julie and i think you and i may be close to the same age so you may not like this either but <laughs> but um they were someone was asking a question I don't remember the topic, but another person chimed in, obviously a millennial dentist, and the guy said, uh, maybe some old Gen Xers are still doing it that way. I'm not sure. So so I'm certainly, I guess I would be considered an old Gen Xer. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, so I wonder, I mean, do you guys at Premier, have you, have you, got, have you really tried to strategically figure out this thing of how to reach not only maintain your strong position with the, us old gen xers and the generation you know older than me but also right. these new millennials and even the next generation i don't even know what they're called but below the millennials the new ones coming along have you guys figured out a way to differentiate things or are you just doing the same stuff more of it 
No, we are definitely, you know, learning and also changing and evolving in terms of how we are communicating overall to all dentists and especially to younger ones. And I think that this podcast for an old Gen Xer, Dr. Griffin, is pretty cutting edge. Um, so we're, you know, getting into different medium uh, to try and reach and really connect with, with different dentists. And of course, uh, you know, our involvement with school. So hopefully there's a familiarity with some of these dentists while they're in school, they're being exposed to to premier products. And then as they get out and they continue their journey and trajectory, we're talking to them at different points all, all along the way through their career development. And yes, we're, we're, we're learning, we're exploring, we're discovering new ways in which they like to be communicated with in ways that we can um, be strong in our communication. And um, it's, it's really a fun and exciting time. I mean, what? But I tell you that, that Julie, they're they're different uh, because uh, in two thousand and um, in two thousand and seven, when I decided to go to three days a week, that was pretty that was pretty out there, you know, for a dentist, a general dentist. And uh -huh. in two thousand and eight, when I started speaking, uh, I actually did a lecture series uh, called the Three Day Dentist, and that was kind of revolutionary. I mean, I yeah. mean, that nobody's really doing that. And, you know, these people I'm interviewing to be an associate, they're like, yeah, I thought I'd start out at three days. You know, as time goes on, maybe I can work down to two. And I'm like, you know, sort of <laughs> cock cocking my head to one side. I'm like, wait a minute, you're you're 25. You got, what, $300,000 in debt. And what did you do? What now? You're <laughs> so <laughs> Well... <laughs> Well, you know, we're, I think that's uh, the beauty of, of humanity is that, that we are all different and we do see those, you know, the different values in, in, in different generations. And I think one thing that this younger generation um, is very strong at that, that maybe we have not been is seeking balance. Uh, like you said, that three-day-a-week dentist, when you started, it was revolutionary. But now these, these younger dentists, they, they, it, it isn't. It's really what they're seeking to, again, th find a more, a more measured life and opportunity for, for other things that, that bring them joy. And I think that's, that's wonderful. And if you can serve as a mentor to help them in ascertaining how to grow themselves and develop their practices to allow them to do that – I think it's fantastic, um, and hopefully we can be there along the way for them as well in terms of education and products. You know, the products that we develop are the you know the highest quality and innovative and and time saving. So those things all combined should allow them hopefully with fo following your plan to to achieve that achieve the goal that they're setting out to achieve. Well, we'll see. I, hey, that I, my hat's off to them. You're right. The work life balance. <laughs> I think they've got that piece of the puzzle figured out. Um, my own son, uh, you know, is considering dental school. Uh, you know, wow, he said, that's wonderful. "Well, now, hey, we're it's early stages, so who knows? Uh, who knows? We'll see." But, <laughs> but uh, he's he, he's always pushed back. You know, I guess he thinks that I, even though I just work three days a week, I think he thinks I work too hard. But, but uh, he recently said, "You know, Dad, I think if if I I, I wouldn't mind being a dentist <laughs> if uh, if I could for like a decade maybe go out west and work with the Indian Health Services or something." And I'm like. Okay, because I mean he's really you know you know this new generation he's really into the outdoors and hiking and all this mm -hmm. stuff and like okay well well it's a different path but hey um, right I think that's wonderful 
He seems to be also very civic-minded. Um, so if you can combine two passions, helping people and enjoying what you do and spending time outside, I think it's, I think it's amazing. And you're clearly doing a good job in, in giving him the right values and, and direction. And it's something that I also, you know, seek out to do. And like you said, you know, you're Kids maybe think you work too much. Mine definitely do <laughs> think that about me, but I use it as a reminder to them that um, this is what allows them to live a wonderful life and also to have the opportunity to to give back and help others. And that um, I expect the same from them. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, you, that's right. Now, you can't fuss if your kids want to major in uh, something, poli-sci or something like that, right, and come, exactly. come back around. You, there's not much you can say about it, is there? <laughs> That's true. That's true. But my my daughter is leaning toward uh, being a, uh, either a medical doctor or a vet. And uh, she, she's 14. She'll be 15. And my son is 11 going on 12. But it looks like he's uh, he might be in the engineering mode or, or some kind of entrepreneurial. Oh, man. Oh. That's my kind of guy right there. You know, that's what I was. <laughs> I was in engineering before dentistry. So, oh, uh, really? Yeah. So that's 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 a great path right there. Engineering. Oh, good. OK. All right. You good. Do a lot so with that. Yes. You're a great example. I'm trying to, to set him up. I want him to start. um Maybe uh, he, he's very interested in it. So I'm thinking maybe I'll get him down to our manufacturing facility and he can uh, send emails and make coffee and start to learn. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, so, OK. So I've got another question that I've thought about here. So, all right. Premier yes. mainly. So like if I wanted to buy a two striper diamond, I'm not like I'm not calling Premier. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, getting on the phone with Norristown, Pennsylvania or right. wherever your, wherever your plan is. I am, I am, uh, you know, calling up Nashville Dental, who I do business with, you know, locally. And that's okay. who I'm buying my two strippers from. So in your opinion, uh, is that, is that model that's currently been working for you guys for years and years and years, is that going to continue on the same way it is? Or are you going to, or, or distribution plans going to change dramatically or are things going to, you're going to have two different systems or how's that going to work out? You think? Right. We have strength in partnership and that is really how we built our business. We recognize that we have certain strengths and capabilities and others have different strengths and capabilities. And that is really what has allowed us to succeed and grow. Identifying those appropriate partners, whether they be entrepreneurs, industry, other businesses, dentists, that really allow us collectively to, to grow. And that's how we see our distribution partnership, really as a, a strong relationship that allows us to both grow and service the industry. So that is not a model that that um, we are we are going to change. There is uh, strength in in those um, partnerships and those relationships and those capabilities, um, and we are uh, very appreciative for them. Well, so uh, yeah, so I mean, I you know I don't know. It's just kind of the way it's going to be. It's almost like the Titanic, right? It's going to be it's going to be a slow turn. It's not like you're gonna you're not gonna turn that ship quickly i can't imagine that the dentist the old gen extras and older i think that all of us are going to continue to use our local dental supply companies the way we mostly have until we retire you know with just sprinkling in a little direct ordering probably here and there mm -hmm. um that's probably that's kind of the way now hey you know i've got friends that have gone whole hog like direct ordering stuff uh with mail order and stuff but uh, it's just something about knowing you can call a human being is very comforting i don't know 
Right. <laughs> well, I, I definitely don't want to equate any of our businesses with the Titanic, Dr. Griffin. We oh, want... <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I should have said a gigantic barge, I suppose. That was a bad, bad analogy. Sorry. <laughs> and one of the amazing things about Premier is really our ability to be very nimble. Um, we are certainly an established and, and strong company, but being family owned allows us to move rapidly and nimbly and um, kind of in line with with market forces. So like we were talking about before, there are many, many different channels with which to order product. Um, and we at Premier, while you might not order directly from us, you absolutely, and any dentist can pick up the phone at any time um, and talk to uh, our customer service, talk to product managers, et cetera. And if you do go online to our website, you are able to um, order directly from there. Yeah, and I will verify. I did call. Uh, I called Premier Dental uh, a couple of weeks ago, and a human being picked up the phone, and they were very yes. helpful. So uh, <laughs> I can verify that that's actually the case. Uh, so you said, you know, like you said, uh, fourth generation, right? So, yes. okay, here's a good question. Where do you think, where do you Where do you see, like Julie, the Char Julie Charleston mind's eye, the vision, where, where do you see Premier when you hand it off to the fifth generation? Uh, <laughs> the way my kids have been behaving recently, I'm not sure that that's going to happen. But <laughs> <laughs> well, a nephew, a, a niece or nephew pops out from somewhere else, you know, that's the fifth generation. <laughs> no, it would absolutely be, you know, what a wonderful gift and honor and pleasure it would be to be able to hand the business to, to my children and an additional generation. Um, and I, I honestly believe that, that we can do that. Um, and, and the way that that happens is the continued evolution. Um, you know, you, you can't be in business successfully for 104 years by staying the same. And we have had the, the strength and the vision and the insight um, from all of our, our employees, not just the family members, but the employees to, to really be able to, to look at the industry, to make important decisions, to make long-term decisions. That's a huge advantage in being a privately held business is that, you know, we, we're not working at the behest of Wall Street. We do not need to um, make things happen quarter to quarter just for, for reporting purposes. We're able to take a longer term view, um, financially, um, business oriented wise, product wise, um, with the understanding that we are in this for the long term. Daily dentistry is something that is being lived constantly and is breathing and is changing. And we are there to support, serve, um, gui and guide it. And if we continue to have that attitude, to have that outlook, to understand that we do not have all of the answers, that there is a lot of learning to do, but that we have the willingness to do that learning, to challenge ourselves, that we will be able to sustain and be around for another generation, at okay. least. All right. So you, but so, so you're, so it's out of the question to have one of those like, uh, dystopian futures where everything's named premier <laughs> dental you know you go to a restaurant and it's premier dental restaurant so you're not going you're not shooting for that you're just saying we just want to be a nice solid company that continues growth on into the next generation okay all right well that's not as exciting as uh as, as premier owning the world but i guess that's a good answer <laughs> <laughs> that is not that is not what we set out to do. We okay. have set out to own a significant share of the marketplace, and that is what we believe we can continue to do. Okay. Well, I like Premier the way it is, so I'm glad. I'm glad you guys are not changing. 
Um, okay, so here's uh, so let's so the, I want to wrap this up with a question then. Okay. This is uh, and this I don't know you may not have thought about this a lot, but um, the way that I met you guys, of course I dealt with you for 20 years buying products, but really met uh, Premier Dental representatives and got the conversation going. The reason we're having this podcast today uh, is because you guys sponsored uh, the Dental Hacks podcasting event up in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, and, uh, and so I don't know about you, uh, and I don't know how you guys have in the past, uh, have you had a philosophy? I don't even know about, uh, about sponsoring events or even having a booth at events or whatever, but from my perspective, uh, live continuing education events, attendance and stuff like that, the, uh, it's just, it's dwindled quite a bit in the 20 years that I've been in practice. And so I'm just interested from the perspective of a dental supply company, um, have you guys seen that yourselves with your own two eyes? And, um, you know, what do you expect the landscape is going to look like having events where you gather actual people in a room to talk about dental stuff? Uh, how do you guys, how do you kind of see that moving forward? Yeah, we've definitely witnessed those same changes that, that you're talking about in terms of um, trade shows and things like that. It's definitely changing. It, you know, it used to be that these shows, these gatherings were really the only places that people could get their information, new information, new products. Um, it was also really served as a, co a community, a physical community. Um, and now with all of the, the rapidity of the, of the changes that are just happening overall in the world with social interaction, um, they don't serve, they're, they're not the necessity that they once were. Um, so we are certainly like you looking at different outlets in which to communicate education, both live and also through digital medium. So uh, webinars, CE programs, um, all, you know, all things like that that are done both digitally and then for the you know, appropriate uh, venues, forums, we also do it live. Um, you know, as things, things will always evolve and we will always adapt. Um, but many times that personal human interaction is, is invaluable. Like you said, someone picked up the phone when, when you called us. So I do absolutely see these things changing, but I believe that there will always be some realm for that human one-on-one -on -one interaction. It just depends on the form that it, that it will take. You know, I really, I hope you're right, uh, because I mean, listen. So if if people listen to this podcast, they know. I mean, I I do webinars all the time, usually monthly, uh, if not more than that. And I mean, I do video courses. I sell video courses. I've done video courses for Dental Town. But there's just something about being in a room of people who are all having a mutually shared experience, and uh, and then the discussions that go on, interpersonal yeah. interactions. I mean, that that thing. I'm just I'm hoping that that stays. Uh, I'm hoping that 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 stays in play as time moves forward. And the dental hacks, you know, their event was wonderful. Those guys put on a great event. Yeah. I feel like I feel like now I'm friends with Alan Mead and and uh, and Jason Jay Lipscomb. Lipscomb. You know, uh, all those guys that put that event on. I mean, I just feel like um, I feel like now we're buddies. And and you know, if they <laughs> needed something, they could call me. And I hope if I needed something, I could call them. And you know, I just I just hope that live events 
are not going away just because it's cheaper, easier uh, to do video courses and stuff like that. But anyway, that's just my two cents, Julie. I don't know. <laughs> but I hope I hope that there's a nice, robust uh, live CE thing moving forward. And I hope you guys can be a part of it, you know, like yes. you were in like you were in Nashville. Mm-hmm. So uh, so anyway, I don't know. I think that's that's probably my list of stuff that I was going to ask you. Are there any parting words you want to leave us with? Well, I just want to say thank you again for for having me and for exposing me to this great medium again to um, you know people of all different um, generations, different outlooks that are that are listening to you, and for really helping me to bring the the message and excitement that surround Premiere and our inspired solutions for daily dentistry. And I would hope that you know we can continue this relationship. Yeah, well, I, absolutely, absolutely. And now I feel like, see this interpersonal uh, re- reaction here. I feel like if I'm in Pennsylvania and I needed some help, I would know who to call now. See? That's right. There you go. You can <laughs> uh, call and, me at any time. And vice versa. I don't know why you'd be in Mississippi, but if you were, you know, feel free to holler at us. And we certainly, we'd come out and change a flat, you know, in two seconds. No problem. I would. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, I know you have a farm. I might want to come and. You yeah. Know. You know, we love, we love pulling cars out of ditches. That's sort of a hobby around here. So uh, anyway, Julie, it's been my pleasure to speak with you today. Everybody out there. Of course, like I said earlier, I've been paid off by the box of goodies, but I, highly recommend premier (laughs) products if you're not it's absolutely worth it if you're not already using them go get some two stripers solo diamonds get whatever premier selling it's awesome stuff all right julie uh thanks for being with us and then we'll we'll head back to the studio sounds good thanks a lot bye-bye bye-bye we appreciate you joining us for this episode of the dr chris griffin show Be sure to visit drchrisgriffin.com for the latest resources and updates to keep you more productive every single day you're at the practice so when you're not working, you can do the things that matter most in life. We look forward to having you join us for another episode of The Chris Griffin Show, where the doctor is always in.